0: Welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling here, back with Matt Doan. Yes, yes, I was, <laughs> I
1: was missing this time last week, but we had some wonderful guest hosts, didn't we?
0: We did. Aaron and uh, Robert did a good job, and yes. uh, they were great. But uh, the people, the people have been clamoring. <laughs> yeah. The people are clamoring for your presence. If only we could wish there was people listening to this, right? There was a clamor of sorts. There was like, I mean, we do, I'm excited. I know I'm kind of jumping the gun, but we did get some emails this week. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, Aaron and Robert did say that they were going to help generate emails. (laughs) And it did. It worked. It did. did. We got a few, but someone did say they missed you while still enjoying Aaron and Robert, but they did miss you. Yeah. I
1: actually really enjoyed the podcast. So I listened to it just like everybody else for the first time, like on a Wednesday Nice. And it was just great to hear the banter, yes. to hear some talk about Sunday. I can see why a person likes this uh,
0: podcast. The Wakeling Wheeze was kind of in full effect though oh, <laughs> last week, my Wheeze laugh. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that. That's so well, my goal for this week. Is Aaron,
1: to, Aaron Holmes, one of the funniest people she does that make me laugh. Yeah. I've ever met. She just her voices the things she comes up with and then
0: Robert as the foiled everything too. It's just, it's brilliant. He kind of, yeah, he does like to, he's able to push my buttons too. So he does a good job of that. That's one of his spiritual gifts. (laughs) (laughs) He has no like fear of power. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, just as his boss guys, that's all I'm saying. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we are the day recording the day after Mother's Day. Yeah, May 15th. Yes, so how was uh, your Mother's Day celebration? It was wonderful. So last week, the reason I
1: wasn't here for the podcast is we had a last-minute opportunity to go beach camping as a
0: family down to Doheny. Have you, nice. heard, have you done that? Uh, I have done that before, yes. Yeah, it's like your backyard. I know. Where you grew up. Yeah, I have done that there. I haven't done that with my kids, though, actually, uh-huh. so in that era of life. I've done it alone also. So, oh, yeah, I've done <laughs> some of my weird like solo camping things. Yeah, there's no shame in that. <laughs> yes. That place is a great place. Yes. And so it was fun. In the middle of the night, you could just hear the waves like, Ksh- yeah. Ksh-. It's a great know. sound. I did used to live like literally a half mile yeah. up the road. So it wasn't like, you know, it Not, wasn't our main camping spot when, when wasn't, you Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So we did that Monday and Tuesday. That was really special for the Doan family to get away from mm-hmm. like that. And then Saturday, We went uh, with Marie's mom and dad, and one of her siblings. And we went out to Palm Springs. Whoa. Yeah, it was fancy. 107 degrees. Already? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It was a warm day out there. You just went for the day to Palm so Springs. So we went for Let's the day. let about this. Yeah, we that woke up. Like uh, we, left, we left the house at 730. 30 <laughs> yes. Got there about 930. Okay. And we got, this is like the poor man's way to do Palm Springs. Oh, like resort pass? You can buy a resort pass.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's a small fee that gets you in a pool. Yes. And so we went to, uh, boy, I even forget the name of the hotel. <laughs> but It's it's in that La Quinta area. Yeah. And they have a lazy river and they have a couple water slides for the kids nice. and then like a big
0: pool. And yeah. so we were there till about five o'clock. Was it the Omni? Do you remember that? It was the Omni. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I've been there. We do, we like doing Palm Springs in yeah. the summer because it's kind of like. It's cheaper. Yeah. It's pretty cheap. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's cool.
1: Yeah. So Marie said it idea, was actually. the best Mother's Day she's had in a long time. Oh. I was like, whoa. Whoa, that was. That's cool. That's a, that's, that's a high bar to set right now. No pressure for next year.
0: But Resort I've looked at Resort Pass and been so intrigued by that. But that's yeah. a good idea for kind of a special day. It seems like a good idea. Because yep. I think I was just looking at it on like a regular Saturday. And yeah. I was kind of like, eh, it feels a little, still a little kind of, I don't want to spend the money mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. But, um, but like I was even just like looking at the local... I don't know, like the Huntington Beach Hyatt, like has yeah. a cool pool. Like yeah. I and mean, we don't have a pool, so it's just like I love right. that whole thing of laying by the pool and mm-hmm. you like get like food delivered to your chair. Like that feels very bougie. <laughs> yeah, totally. Just a relaxing thing. Yeah, so
1: that's fun. So yeah, so we had the camping to begin the week and then a, a day out there wow. in the desert first. So it was it
0: was a it was so a big, with, big recreation week for the Doan family. Okay, so with all that how does that affect actual Mother's Day? Because it's kind of like the kid that gets birthday parties. Yes. Not on their birthday, but then they still get their actual birthday. So I was very worried about this. <laughs> okay. This is, very, this is very perceptive of you to ask this question. <laughs> Thank you. So I asked Marie uh-huh. several
1: times in different ways and in different settings. So if we do this on Saturday, <laughs> what does Sunday look like?
0: Because you're What's preaching, your so you're be tired.
1: Yes. Yeah. So we talked that through. But we ended up doing like we had salmon last night. Yeah, nice meal. And uh, yeah, so that was that was nice too. So yeah, it's kind of like
0: Oh yeah, that's right. I work. I got to go back to work today. It's been <laughs> a great week. Exactly. So what about you? What did you guys do? Well, we actually had kind of a like little adventure uh in a fun way. So Want we it? Yeah, we went up to LA. So we went up and had dinner at the Grand Central Market last night, last night. Uh-huh. So this is last night. So like after church we went home, had like a little kind of like made this like little kind of Trader Joe's version charcuterie board, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of like chill stuff, not mm-hmm. like crazy expensive or anything, but I had a little charcuterie board lunch and that mm-hmm. was nice. Then we just like, Hey, we're all just relaxing for the afternoon. Cause we're gonna have a long, like a late night. So yeah. everybody's just relaxing. B just loves to sit in her chair and read. That's like her favorite yeah. thing in the world. So she's doing that. We're all chilling out. Uh, I watched a little bit of that Celtics, uh, Sixers game, which yes. was pretty intense. Yes. Uh, and then, um, so then we went up to L.A. We went. So like I said, Grand Central Market is kind of like a food hall, but it's mm-hmm. like old school. Like it just it's right in downtown. It's pretty cool. So we ate like at um intentionally we went and got something from one place huh. and then like all ate it and then went and got something from another Whoa. place and ate it. And like almost that, like courses. Shared. Yeah, yeah, like courses. And so we got this like old, the super old carnitas uh taco place and got mm got some tacos there. Then we got some, uh, Thai food and then we got these pupusas, which is a Salvadorian food. Uh And then we went and got these crazy, uh, donuts at this donut place that were like stuffed with, uh, strawberries. It was just like, yeah, we were like stuffed. And, uh, (laughs) then we, so then we went to a full on concert at Uh the Greek theater of this Uh band called hippocampus Uh that both, uh, my girls really love and B likes too. So it was kind of just like a fun, like, let's go have a big concert night and Greek, the Greek is kind of like Irvine Meadows was. It's, it's like, pretty incredible. Yeah, it's up by Griffith Observatory mm-hmm. and all that on the hillside. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, it does not yeah. feel like you're in LA once you're in there. It yeah. kind of feels like you're in a forest or something. Yeah, uh, it's really cool. And the concert was actually really good. Okay, I was so stoked. average age of the <laughs> concert goer? Yeah, it was definitely. It was a kind of band. It's like an indie rock band. It's uh-huh. like probably people in their late twenties okay. is probably like the okay. average age. Yeah, it's like it feels a little older than teenagers. Yeah. Plus, I think Mother's Day, Sunday night, it was like you either went with your parents or you weren't going to a concert. (laughs)
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Like as a kid, you know, as a teenager. Did they acknowledge Mother's Day at all? Uh, They did, actually, in one song. Uh So um, it's, yeah, anyway. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, they did acknowledge the moms out there. And uh, so, yeah, it was fun. Hmm. Yeah, it was a good time. There was this guy that was standing right in front of us that's like this kind of like Definitely older guy uh-huh. And he has this really long hair With this kind of eccentric clothes on And he's like dancing huh. And he's just like dancing in the, And it was kind of like he had his We were like in the <laughs> second row of the section we were in uh-huh. And so he was like in the little like f- kind of op- more open air. He just like dancing all around. I'm like, this guy is a piece of work, you yeah. know? And, uh, but he was just kind of funny, but he kept like turning around. Yeah. So he'd be dancing around and then he'd turn around look at you like. Oh, like he wants to dance with you. Like, hey. Yeah. You know, and we're kind of like, no, no, not really. Yeah. <laughs> but it well, was just like. That's my nightmare. It is such it's a nightmare. It's like actually my nightmare. And I, then he, the guy sits down and he's like looking at his phone uh-huh. and he's like on his Facebook doing posts. What? But he wasn't and I I could see it because he's right. <laughs> I'm standing up and he just sits down right in front of me. Yeah. And I can see him and he his handle is LA Rocker. Uh huh. That's his like Facebook. <laughs> yeah. His Facebook name. I'm just saying this, like you guys could look him up. Yeah. yeah. But uh he's crazy. But um, <laughs> LA LA Rocker, and he's posting while he's at this show about some sort of shows that were like yesterday or the day before or something. He's like
1: a professional concert attender. Yes. And he was like reviewing them. He was Whoa. giving like little
0: reviews about how they were and stuff like that. Whoa. So I'm kind of wondering what his review of Hippocampus will be. But he yeah. wasn't reviewing the show he was at. He was just kind of enjoying it. Interesting. And reviewing some other festival he had been at right. the day before or something. Right. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that is interesting. Because I could see his name. And so we looked it up and I was like showing the girls. LA Rocker. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of crazy. But Can you
1: help me? Because I, I have a little bit of a lot of awkwardness in yeah, me. Yeah, sure. And I never know what to do at concerts. Do you Mm. stand there? Do you kind of clap? Do you kind of do like a little move Like hitch,
0: like the hitch dance? (laughs) (laughs) You know? What do you, what do you, and maybe it depends on the, depends on the style of music, right? It very much depends on the style of music. I'll kind of do a little head, head bob. Okay. A little head bob. Uh You're just kind of grooving. Which, by the way, listener, he's,
1: demonstrating it right now I you can't see this but he's demonstrating sometimes
0: it. i'm just chill i'll even have my arms folded because i'm not trying to i'm not i'm not needing to give them positive uh <laughs> like feedback with my nonverbals. <laughs> you
1: don't feel any need to no, do that no
0: because it's like they can't see me really okay you know there's like five thousand people at this yeah. concert and so i'm just kind of heading i'm just kind of grooving yeah might get a little sway okay if i'm kind of feeling it but you're sitting, or I'll you're do sitting. You, it'll be like a. no i'm standing this okay. is stand, we're standing oh, the whole time uh, you could sit on a couple of the slower songs, but uh-huh. it was like the crowd was standing. Yeah. Okay. You know how it's like, once the people in front of you are standing, you're, yeah, you're you standing. you do that. And then. Sing with church. Sometimes like on a soft, like a, there's kind of like some a couple soft lovey songs. Put my arm around B. Oh. Just kind of have a nice little yeah, time. Mother's little, Day. Little moment. She's yeah. feeling loved. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Wow. Okay. Is that, is that some good, uh, instruction? That, that, that helps me good? a lot. That.
1: Well, <laughs> so yesterday we do the blessing at church. Oh yeah, and you kind of instructed us. Like, try to look around a little. Kind of like yeah, like so, turn. It was a soft cell. Yeah, turn. <laughs> so we start doing the blessing, and I'm just facing the worship. Yeah. Team front row that's, row's that's rough, front. Dude. Yeah. And then Marie leans like whispers to me like, should he shouldn't we turn around and bless the
0: people next oh, to us? She's I'm like so
1: great. I, I don't know. I, I, is anyone else doing it? I don't know. And like
0: I know. So, yeah, I kind of failed at that moment. I was kind of like half looking sideways <laughs> and then I, I would look sideways and look at people and then I looked over at my family and then when I'd look at them, they were like, no, dad, <laughs> you know, don't, don't look at us. <laughs>
1: oh, it's a great. I mean, every time we sing that song, the church is oh God, so, so good,
0: good. but yeah, like, it good. yeah, it was, it was sort of halfway blessing. I know. I kind of wonder if I should have just like made people just go full, full face sideways. Right. I think it, I think you gotta either go all like all in, all or, in or, or not. Or, yeah. Or just face forward. But now that I've like thought about it, I don't think I can sing that song just facing forward now. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Right? Yeah. yeah. yeah it's it's meant to be interactive. Yes. Yes. yes you're right. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Well I'm sure we'll have a discussion of this at our service planning. <laughs> yeah, that's tomorrow. true, that's <laughs> true. But okay, so back to concerts when yeah, when concerts. like the lead singers like everybody Sing or oh, yeah, wave yeah. their hands You do that stuff? Yeah I do what they tell me <laughs> <laughs> If they say jump I'll jump If they say you, sing I'll sing Do you do like light on your phone? I know there were some people doing that on the on the Mellow song And uh-huh. I, did not, I did not Okay, But it wasn't like a, hey If they asked me to do it I would have done it <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a compliant person
1: Eric's a very compliant concert goer <laughs> <guard>.
0: uh, <laughs> But it was fun Okay so it was fun however Oh no Sunday night concert when, like, everybody's got to go to work the next day. They want to get out of there. Yeah, people want to get out of there. But, like, we didn't get home till midnight last night. Yeah. And we're – if you know the Wakelings, yeah. we are early to bed people. So you're hurting right now. The band didn't start the, – the main – the headliner didn't start till at like, 9.05. And Ooh. that's, like, our bedtime normally. Yeah. And so it, that was rough on a Sunday night. Yeah. And – but uh, I don't know. It was rough. Like, I have, I sort of have beef with uh, the <laughs> rock stars of the world. Not start like their lives are like they go to bed yeah. at
1: three a.m. They wake up at noon.
0: Yeah, you guys get to wake up at noon, but you make all of us stay there. Like you start this thing at nine. <laughs> yeah. Why couldn't you just have started at seven? Right. It would have been fine. Yeah. Make the opener start at seven when it's uh, when it's still light out. By the time you start at eight, it'll be dark. I get yep. that they want it to be dark. Yeah. On an out, it's an outside place. Yeah. Right. But if it's not outside, they should be starting by seven. Like it feels reasonable, especially if you're going to do a concert on Sunday night. Yeah, I'm really glad that you guys get to be rock stars and you guys get to go sleep in your hotel room till noon. <laughs> but we all got to go to work, yeah, <laughs> and school and whatever. So yeah. anyway, that's my beef with the rock stars of the world.
1: So I've been the Greek Theater a couple
0: times, and oh. I remember the traffic getting out of there was pretty brutal. Yeah, thankfully we had a pretty good parking place uh-huh. that was just lucky. You know how you just like have to get lucky by what the spot yeah. they give you is. Yeah. And we are one of the ones that was like down the hill from uh-huh. the Greek instead of up the hill oh, farther. Yeah. And that means you're going to get out easier. Yeah. I almost just parked on the street, like kind of mm-hmm. way down the hill. Mm-hmm. You'd have to walk like three quarters of a mile, but then you, but you just zip out of there. Right. So, and it would have been, been free. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, that's like stuff huh. to consider, man. Parking. Yeah. Parking's gnarly. Remember when we went to the Rams game mm-hmm. and they were, um, we we were blessed with someone that had a parking pass yeah. that gave us like that parking pass. But otherwise, I remember that place was charging like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Some places charge a hundred bucks. I know. Fifty bucks.
1: Yeah, just to park.
0: Yeah, it was gnarly, and it wasn't like. Definitely wasn't a VIP experience. That was right. just some sketchy little parking yeah, lot exactly. yeah, in Inglewood. <laughs> so, um, well, but Happy
1: Mother's Day yeah. to Rebecca Wakeling. Yes, I and think to that's Marie Duke cool. as well. That's what a it's like you had a great day. Yeah, it was a good day. It was a good day. So now there is a thought too, like, hey, this is on my kids. It's a kid's mom. It's oh boy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: my kids have to be prompted. <laughs> If I happy, you know, happy wife, happy life. Right. <laughs> so if you want your, your wife to be happy, you want to make sure the kids do stuff. <laughs> right. So you got to make sure I got to make sure the kids do stuff. Yeah. You got to, so, you got to police that a little yeah, bit. you got to lead them. Yeah. As uh, Fred, Fred Morse would say, <laughs> yes, totally. got to lead them. <laughs> totally. <laughs> How about you? I mean, you got to lead them. Well, yeah, for sure. Your kids are still littler. They're
1: littler though. <laughs> Samuel though crushed it he i mean so great here at calvary we had like the yeah. different options so he went and picked flowers or grabbed flowers right. from the courtyard put a little bouquet for marie was so. that just
0: the rose garden you just cl- <laughs> yeah, he just kind of climbed in the room like, sorry guys <laughs> picking a few of these that actually wasn't a like <laughs> <You> that, <know? laughs> that wasn't a calvary thing no just kidding <laughs> uh,
1: that was uh, great.
0: that's cool so um okay so he so Cool. He gave her the, like, flowers from church and a bath bomb thing. But, like, yeah. I mean, that's... Bomb bath's what we call it, actually. <laughs> that's during in the Down household. <laughs> he, uh, I don't think B would have gone for that. Because it's think... like, oh, this was provided oh, for cool. you. cool. You did the thing church gave you. Yeah, that's like giving your mom a church bulletin for Mother's Day.
1: <laughs> no, it's like, <laughs> it's a legit <laughs> gift. Like, flowers? Like, flowers are flowers. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that counts. So, it's where you get them? Like, if you got them? I think it's a nice... That needs to be a topping so, one of the worst <laughs> days of my life happened on a Mother's Day. Okay. I was about 22 years old. I uh, was in college mm-hmm. and I saw an advertisement for Conroy's Flowers at the time or whatever. Yes, yes. That they needed Mother's Day delivery drivers, mm-hmm. paying like 20 bucks an hour. Oh, yeah. We talked yeah. back then. And yeah, I was yeah, like, I'm in. Oh. Yes. So, I delivered flowers from like 7 a.m. to like four in the afternoon. Hardest day of my life. Oh, yeah. People are just angry if you're late with the flowers, mm. or if you, they you order they ordered certain flowers that they didn't get delivered the right kind, and I didn't know what I was doing. I was just taking uh, orders and handing them yeah. to people. Yeah, just angry people all day.
0: Yeah, that's rough because I. I did this. I did this. I think I may have told you this before too, but B and I did this on Valentine's day once when, oh, we were, yeah. when we were dating. Right. Cause I was like after some like Christian Slater movie or something, yeah. we were like, you know, we went and we went and did that and we delivered flowers and it was super like romantic yeah. and fun. And yeah. we like made some money and we had a good time. Yeah. But I think maybe cause Valentine's is like a different vibe. Huh? I think it's like, valentine's it's like a oh sweet yeah mother's day it's like you better deliver yeah you better get them <laughs> like or else i'm gonna be in trouble with my mom it's yeah. not like i don't know yeah that's I don't true know, maybe i don't know what that yeah maybe is. i might have just pick the wrong flower company to work for yeah. for that day no i don't know and also like doing it alone is probably like rough yeah I mean, day, maybe that was it probably it too. boring yeah. too yeah, that was kind of boring That was before you know we had phones where we could listen to music yeah dude like we were that. thomas guide
1: People. yeah yeah it was yeah for sure i had to do that <laughs> so i think it was even before you printed out directions i think right. like
0: literally you just yeah. have addresses and thomas guys yes. you just figure it out dude. yes b 11 you know what we should do you know what should be a youth group game Thomas Guide scavenger. Yeah. Thomas Guide scavenger. Yes. You take their phones and you don't let them have their phones. That would be fun. And they have to go like make it to certain places. That would be awesome. (laughs) I like that. Yes. All right, Josh and Christian, you better be listening.
1: Did you know um, (laughs) it's actually a given fact that there's less crime on Mother's Day? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Go ahead. Keep going. I saw this too. (laughs) I shouldn't finish it. <laughs> and then keep going. You want to fish it? Well, yeah. That's
1: there's a funny joke. I wonder if that's because you know moms don't have the time or the energy to commit crimes on Mother's Day because they're being appreciated. <laughs> I think I didn't say that
0: right. No, you did it. It was so funny, dude. <laughs> I love that joke so much. Uh, oh my goodness. Uh, anyway, yeah. All right. We love you, moms. We do. We love do. you. Just,
1: just all the rock store rock star women that um, do so much for so many people.
0: So, Matt, who is uh, the Calvary Life podcast sponsored by this week? So we've had multiple requests <laughs> <laughs> to be sponsored.
1: Uh, so Kowalski Pottery yes ended up saying that they got a ton more followers after our podcast. That's amazing, yes. <laughs> Of course they did. Of course they did. (laughs) So, yeah. So we are here to up your sales, up your kind of notoriety. Yeah. Up whatever you want. I don't know. Sounds like
0: you're saying like a bad word or something. Yeah, Uh, that's not what I meant. Uh, (laughs) So our sponsor this week is. Oh, wait. I was asking you who our sponsor is this week. Oh, we have so many to choose from. Can I just, I'm just going to go with the New England Patriots. (laughs) Straight up. The NFL New England Patriots, sponsored by the Patriots, sp- are sponsoring this podcast this week. Remember, everyone, no one asks us to sponsor or t- for it to be <laughs> yes. advertised on here. We just choose. So, but we expect and demand payment. Yeah. So, you know, t- talk to talk to Matthew Slater and let him know that the New England Patriots have sponsored the Calvary Life Podcast, yes. and now we need tickets to games. Maybe
1: we can get a. <laughs> a, a beanie b- or some b- beanie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, that's good. That's good. Uh, all right, it's Calvary Life Podcast. We are here, sponsored by the New England Patriots, and we are <laughs> gonna talk about Matt Doan's sermon from yesterday. Oh. You guys. Wait, what's, what's in your hand? That is the sound of rustling paper because yeah? I took notes on paper
1: for this sermon. Okay, so this is interesting because you said you know, when you're in a concert of five thousand people, no one can notice you, so you have your arms folded. True, true. But I actually noticed yeah. you yesterday I was sitting in, the in the middle of the <laughs> in the middle of our sanctuary. Yes. And I saw you write something down. In the middle of my sermon, I thought to myself, like, I wonder what he's writing down. I
0: know. It was notes. It was full on notes on the back of my little order of service form. Okay. Because that was the only way I had paper. <laughs> uh, I grabbed a little pen on the seat rack wow. in front of me. Wow. And uh, yeah, I was sitting about, I don't know, Fifteen rows back. Yeah, what do you week, think of that? Which is nice because I usually always sit in the front row. Mm-hmm. But I texted B and said, "Hey, as long as I can be on the aisle this week, I'm not preaching. I'm not doing that much. I can you can pick wherever you want. Like I can make my way to the front during the songs. Yeah. you know. And so yeah, so she could pick to sit a little farther because uh, sometimes it's just a little burdensome to be sure in the eye shot of everyone, right? Like everyone looking at you. Yeah, that feeling that everyone's yeah. looking at you or whatever. So sure. she could be a little more relaxed. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So anyway, took some notes. You had a great sermon on Jesus calling the disciples. Yes, Luke uh, chapter 5. Yes, Luke chapter 5. First of all, that drone shot that you showed of Capernaum was very interesting. I would not seen a drone shot like that. That was very cool. The water looks so green in that one, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, it was a really beautiful picture. So yes. I like that, and that was interesting. Um, <laughs> uh, just first of all, because you could even see... You know, you, you failed to mention, but it's fine. But you, you could even see the synagogue. Yeah. Um, that was just from like the previous story, mm-hmm. and then the where the house was, mm-hmm. and then the beach. It's like so. It is your point of it's yes. so close. It's so true. Yeah. It's so close. But I liked how you had that picture of the little fish. Yeah, that was crazy. One I, of my favorite places in the world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just
1: it was 2014. It's almost been ten years. Wow. Yeah. But I just remember so many details of that particular beach
0: in that area. Yeah. It's a, that uh, it is a special place, but that was cool that you got a picture of fish. I, I don't think I have a picture. I've never like <laughs> I don't, see, I don't know, know if I've ever seen fish yeah. in the, in the sea of Galilee. <laughs> right. And then I was like, what? I actually had to fact check you because I was like doubting you when you said that there's sardines in there. I was yes. like, what? I thought that's like an ocean fish or well, something. Was my
1: fact check right?
0: Yes. Okay. Phew. Yeah, it was right. They yeah. were like, uh, yeah, there's specific even to that mm-hmm. lake, mm-hmm. Uh, the Canarit uh, sardine. Yeah, so that was a which is by the way, like this this lake that we call a Sea Sea of Galilee. Yeah, it's a lake. And sometimes it's called Lake Tiberius, but other times mm-hmm. it's called Lake Kinneret, Yeah, which is weird how it has like three different names. I mean, that's
1: typical, though, of Israel. Yeah. Like you
0: go everywhere <laughs> and know, like they true. have the Hebrew name, they yes, have the maybe the Arabic name, name and yeah. then
1: maybe the biblical name, too. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. <laughs> uh, but that was cool. I didn't know there's sardines in there. Yeah, isn't that interesting? It is interesting. And big old carp.
0: So if you could eat 11,
1: a... 14 pound carp
0: just floating around there. So if you could eat a tilapia, a carp, or a sardine, (laughs) which would you prefer? You know what's funny is that (laughs) last year for VBS,
1: Oleg Ruski was our um, Calvary missionary that we highlighted, and one of the things they enjoy in Moldova is sardines, and so he selected a volunteer every, there was five rounds of VBS for each grade, he selected volunteers to try a sardine every time, and every session he chose me.
0: Oh, so I ate
1: five sardines within like were three they... <laughs> hours. So it was a little brutal, but I have to tell you, I had so much energy that day. Sardines, oh. like the protein in those things,
0: are amazing. Packed electrolytes, Yeah, protein. It's got everything you need. Do you just swallow them whole? Were these tinned fish kind yeah. of sardines? Yeah, it was the tinned fish kind. Oof, that's yeah, right. salty. I I don't like the tinned yeah. fish kind. Yeah. What's interesting is I was not there at VBS because I was on sabbatical. Uh huh. But that week I was actually in Italy, I think, and I was hiking and on, on this ocean place. And we went and had sardines Hmm. that were fried, freshly caught sardines Hmm. and they just fry them whole and you're just supposed to eat them whole, like eat the bones and everything right, and the head and everything. And I just, and I did, and actually it was kind of good. Yeah. I was shocked, like the fresh and this deep fried flash, deep fried, it didn't feel salted, super fishy. No, or, yeah. no. Something about them being fresh, salt, lemon, yeah. boom, just eat them right away. Yeah. They were good. It's just the looking at that thing though. Looking at it, it's rough and just yeah. putting that like the head and everything in your mouth. It's yeah. gross. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> so do you think, um, do you think it was tilapia that Peter, I mean, it's called the St. Peter's fish.
0: I mean that's a that's a that's that's a tourist gimmick though the the (laughs) the St. Peter's fish is a tourist gimmick but yeah I think it was probably likely those tilapias Mm -hmm. but my hunch is it was maybe a little bit of each that's true or something I don't know about the carp though huh because yeah big so big yeah but maybe that's why it was sinking the boat yeah maybe that's why it seems weird that like 162 or whatever it is what's that number right uh amount of fish could sink your boat yeah maybe because they were big old carp dude yeah but then no one wants. you don't really eat <laughs> carp though do you i mean it depends how hungry you are Yeah, that's true
1: so if you're if you didn't hear sunday the story <laughs> is the calling of the of the first disciples and jesus does this miracle where they can't catch any fish they throw their net out boom poof, yeah fish everywhere fish everywhere one commentator said all the fish in the sea of Galilee, all the fish came in their net which is good <laughs> um all right. Have you seen the uh, chosen scene of that? I have. It's pretty good. It's really good. Yeah, it's it's really good. I had a couple of people like, oh, I was waiting for you to show that scene. <laughs> Do you want us to tell why we can't?
0: Yeah, it's like a little hard these days to show stuff that is from a like YouTube clip or a modern film or some of some sort because we live stream onto YouTube, and so it will they some they will sometimes you don't know if it will always happen but they will pull down your live stream. Yeah. They will drop it in the middle of it. And so we just don't want that to happen. Yeah, If you have copyrighted material that you're using, yeah. you don't have, I guess what certain permissions or something. The hard part is they don't know. Sometimes they don't know if you have permissions. Yeah. And now I guess like Ryan was saying something about like a permission based one, like the data, like the, what's the word, the metadata or whatever. That's like, uh-huh. in that's kind of like within, it in, the, it. Yeah. in the link itself. Uh-huh. Uh, that that embedded data, it'll, like, know then. Okay. But he said then sometimes it still doesn't, like, work, and they'll still, like, drop okay. drop it. Yeah. The other thing we could do is do the thing where we, like, just stop the live stream. Like, if mm-hmm. we have a missionary from, like, a sensitive yeah. place, we could do that just to show a clip sure. in the service. And then we could just, like, show whatever. Yeah,
1: I was so <laughs> close to pushing for that for this week because it's just such a— Yeah. I, they do such a good job in that series of of showing this particular
0: scene. Yeah. Yeah. But, you yeah. can go watch it for yourselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you really should actually, you should watch some of that stuff. I think it kind of gives you if it if it, you know, what you have to remember is it fills in potential answers yes. for blanks. Yeah. Right. It doesn't mean those are the answers. Like yeah. when Peter's like going in the bar and hanging out in yeah. there and like gambling, gambling, yeah, boxing. Yeah. And then like making deals with like Romans right. and stuff like we don't know if that stuff happened, yeah. but it's just kind of filling in some potential like blanks in the story of why he would end up in this situation. Right. Or, why. or even
1: to say, well, I'm, I'm a sinner, you know. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true, too. <laughs> it's funny, though. in a lot of these Luke narratives uh, and really in all the Gospels, as you really dig down and start thinking through the story, like there is a lot of gaps. Mm-hmm. And it's like tempting to think through like oh, what happened? What was. Yeah. You know what type of fish fell into the boat? Right. 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 Uh, I think that's just kind of fascinating to, to think through a guy came up to me yesterday after the service. And he goes, you know, I was thinking during your message, what if all the fish gathered around the boat to listen to Jesus? Like they were like drawn to Jesus and his voice. And then Jesus looked down like, throw your nets. <laughs> so funny. I'm like, it's possible. Very like possible. A,
0: I, I doesn't, the text just doesn't describe it. I feel like if that was like a thing, and that would be happening with like birds and bunnies and stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? Like at the feeding of the what if the feeding of the 5000 was actually just a bunch of like rabbits and just creation dogs, drawn. just a bunch of yeah, yeah. animals. No, just totally. But no, it's so funny. Oh, it's good. So, let's let's get um maybe let's just do a little more generalness and then yeah. I got some things to hone in on here. Uh, but like while we're in on this like fish first before you get real broad while we're on the fish and like the drone shot of Capernaum and all that kind of stuff, dude, this was like, this was, you were just basically doing like a Israel trip promotion. <laughs> like it was like a commercial. <laughs> I wrote Matt's Israel trip commercial sermon. Does that mean I'm covered? Does that mean- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Maybe, maybe. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, you gotta go.
1: Seriously. Listeners. If you've, You've never been. It's always one of those places. Probably when if you ever I talk to Christians, are like, "Oh yeah, I want to get there one day." Mm-hmm. You just got to go, and I know it's, do. it's expensive. I it get is. it, but it it really, without being overly dramatic,
0: it takes the Bible from black and white to color. Absolutely, it's amazing. Like from like black and white to three D in front of you, yeah. like a hologram. <laughs> right, like I mentioned, <laughs> you know? it yeah. it hits
1: me in two ways. One is so ordinary. So you're like, "Wow, this is an ordinary place." That the God of the universe walked in an ordinary place. Yep, and yet. You also just feel the echoes of what happened there.
0: Yeah. It was cool. Even the picture that you took, you could see kind of in the background, like you could just tell by the picture, there's not a bunch of stuff there. It's just undeveloped. It's very undeveloped around the Sea of Galilee still. So you are really entering into a place that still feels like it did then. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Is that intentional? Do you think it's like protected in some ways, like almost
1: like national park land, or is it just not a place that people have chosen to live?
0: (laughs) Uh, There's some of that, but honestly, it could be partially too, because it was like a like hostilities and stuff yeah, like close to the border. Yeah. Like especially pre the Golan Heights being mm-hmm. kind of taken back by Israel. That yeah. was like, that was almost the border itself. Yeah, you're right. So it could have been because of that. Like, not a lot of people want to live in that zone. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of places that people live in the Golan Heights either. It's yeah. like pretty under, like less developed. Yeah. At least. So if you don't know
1: that area, it's Northern Israel yeah. and boy, just the dividing countries right there. I mean, yeah, you could send a missile from another yeah. Middle Eastern country to that area, particularly very yeah. easily.
0: Yeah. Jordan, Syria and Lebanon are just all surrounding you when you're like, yeah. a, like in those area, the area north of the Sea of Galilee. Well, I did have somebody and yesterday, it's east of the river, too.
1: Yeah. Somebody yesterday said, oh, I want to go to Israel, but it's always been a kind of a security issue for us. Oh, yeah. I said, you know, I really didn't. I mean, this was 10 years ago, but I didn't feel that there was two instances where I was like, oh, yeah, one was. Uh, we went through a checkpoint with our bus. You were on this mm-hmm, bus mm-hmm. and we had like an Israeli um, armed guard walk through the M-16 and just like, I yep. think he like asked us a question like, yeah, where, what citizenship are you? Yep. And it just reminded me like, oh yeah, we're like kind of in a military yeah. zone area. Yeah. And then I was walking late at night with um, a couple of guys from our trip in the old city of Jerusalem and a fight broke out. Between it looked like a Palestinian person and Israeli person, like in the neighborhood. Yeah. We could see it, but it almost felt like you're at an Angels game or Rams game when you like see kind of a sure. fight. You're like, we oh, it's kind of like two yeah. drunk people. It didn't feel like it was
0: right necessarily targeted towards us. Right. But I don't know. Have you you've been there a lot more? Obviously. You've, yeah. I've got lots of thoughts on this actually. So a couple of things. One is, yes, we probably, you and I probably saw more fights at that Rams Raiders game <laughs> yeah. we went to than I've seen in all of my eight trips to Israel. Right. That's One. Two, I think there's, like, far more, like, honestly, far more gun violence in America than yeah. there is in Israel. Yeah. So, like, that's, like, just realities. Obviously, right. like, America's a real big, mm-hmm. uh, a real big place compared to how Israel is very small, honestly, very small. But, um, like, last week, even, there was just, like, some, there was a bit of a skirmish between uh this group called the Islamic Jihad in Gaza Mm. and Israel, and they were shooting rockets into Mm. Israel and they had to use the Iron Dome and Mm -hmm. all that. Uh, At the same time, there was a group with the same company that we use called GTI that was um, there in Israel touring during this time. And they said the only reason the tour group knew about those rockets and stuff like that stuff that was happening, the only reason they knew about it was because of their friends texting them from home okay? from seeing it on the news. <laughs> yeah, they said otherwise we wouldn't have even known it was happening. Sure, um, there's certain areas, so kind of it's from Tel, Tel Aviv south towards Gaza, that you can be a little bit closer mm-hmm. um, and to Gaza, mm-hmm. and but even still, we never go like within where much of that stuff could ever happen and there's still it's still at the rate that like there's never been an american tourist that is like to israel Mm -hmm. that has been um like killed or whatever in in that kind of violence Mm. um my last trip when i was there the air sirens went off when we were swimming in the dead sea Mm. and uh so they have this thing where they have these apps, like everyone that lives there. And that's where it's like, it's not nothing. The people actually carry these apps. Sure. And if you hear an air siren, you can look at your app and it'll tell you where this thing is happening uh. and where like, it. they're so sophisticated with like, their like, kind of like yeah. tracking systems of all this kind of stuff. They can tell you like, you need to be in a shelter. If you're in this place, you either don't need to be in a shelter or you need to be mm. in a shelter in like X amount of minutes. Wow. Uh, so I don't know if I'm like making it more scary by saying all that kind of <laughs> stuff, but for us, it was basically just, we just had to do nothing. Yeah. Um, and it was just like, okay, like something happened somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like very sophisticated with the amount, like with the way that they are careful. Mm-hmm. Um, and stuff just doesn't really go into some of these zones. Yeah. You know, that we go into. Huh. Um, anyway, like I, I just feel like there has been all throughout, like, Everything it's like, there's always something in the news like yeah. in that area. And there still has never been like a tur- American tourist, you know, doing this kind of a thing yeah. um, that has gotten into trouble. Yeah. And so it's just like throughout all these much more major conflicts. Sure. And so, yeah, so yeah, I don't that's know. reassuring. Yeah. I hope that can seem at least hopefully be mm-hmm. reassuring, but it's interesting that they like never even like knew that kind of thing. And I, the whole time I'm there, I'm just like, feel super, huh. I feel super, like peaceful and yeah. safe. The thing you're talking about, it happens on every trip where the person gets on your bus in a with a machine gun, because mm-hmm. uh, it's this one part where you're driving up from the Dead Sea. You're driving north and to go up to the Sea of Galilee, and you go through a portion of the West Bank, mm-hmm. and it's a portion of the West Bank. There's there's certain like different zones in the West Bank that ones are all Palestinian controlled and mm-hmm. some are shared control by Israel and mm. and the Palestinian Authority. Yeah. And so when you go through this shared controlled part, the Israel people, it's the Israel government that's being super careful yeah. and wants to make sure there's nothing shady coming back. It's when you're coming back into Israel yes. again, uh-huh. you know? And so from the West Bank back yeah. into Israel. So that's kind of like an interesting thing. So it's just yeah. sort of like almost if you go through a border crossing. Sure. And they would come on and just want to make sure, like, let's see your IDs. Let's see who you are. But, yeah, you know.
1: Yeah. And then <laughs> we, we actually went into occupied uh, area to Bethlehem. Yeah. Bethlehem is also Palestinian. And, uh, and yeah, I I felt very yeah. comfortable there. Yeah. Very
0: normal. There's these – it's like – so the West Bank is very different than Gaza. Gaza is just – is. Completely run by Hamas Mm -hmm. and the Islamic Jihad, Mm -hmm. so it is governed by two terrorist organizations, Mm -hmm. and it's just a mess. Now, people can have all sorts of opinions about, like, political opinions about what Israel does there, but it's but Gaza is straight up like run by two terrorist organizations, Hamas being the one that's much bigger and stronger. Yeah, and um, even like Israel, this last week was like negotiating with. Hamas because they're like, you need to tell the Islamic Jihad people then <laughs> they need to chill out. Yeah. And then, so I think Hamas kind of helped like step in and uh-huh. be like, no, you got to chill out guys. Interesting, they're going to, yeah. or else they're going to come at us hard. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's kind of an interesting situation, but West bank is like the Palestinian authority again, whatever you think about this stuff, but it's like more, it's a more legitimate kind of like government, mm-hmm. you know, not like a terrorist organization yeah. running it. Some people might have negative opinions about them still. Yeah. Um, and that's fine, but like, um, but it's very different. And they're they're not dumb; they get it. Like the tourism money that comes into Bethlehem is crazy, yeah. Right? The tourism money that comes into Jericho, which is kind of where you yeah. probably had the guy get on your is right. near, nearby Jericho, where the guy would have got on your bus. The tourism money's crazy that goes in there, yeah. And so they, you know, they they know like what to do, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. They want to take care of the tourists just as much as any place wants to take sure. care of the tourists, yeah. So, so
1: yeah, I'd encourage then. Yep. Don't let maybe the fear of that prevent you from considering going. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I hope it was a commercial because I think it's just such a no, benefit yeah, to, totally. to, to everybody. <laughs> totally.
0: And we'll be like opening up that trip like in a couple weeks yeah. here pretty soon. And so it's going to be, I think I'm going to announce it for the first time on the 28th okay. in church. Cool. So yeah, we'll be talking about our trip for next year. Yeah, so it's it's you're right, it's not cheap, it's really expensive, and everything's more expensive these days than like than it was a year ago, even. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like inflation hits everything. Yeah. Um, so and but anyway, it's it's exciting stuff. Yes, yes,
1: yes. So uh, real life event really happened.
0: Yeah. So this whole thing, like well, if you want to just kind of real quickly, like kind of broad, broad strokes of Jesus reveals how to follow him. Yeah,
1: you know. So it starts off in, in chapter five, verse one with him teaching. The crowds are pressing in against him. Luke uses this phrase that he likes to use a lot in the gospel of Luke and also in Acts, which is the word of God. So oh, Jesus yeah. is teaching the word of God, which is so cool. Even yeah. just, I did a little riff on that of he is the word. Yes. And so just, he didn't need a scroll to pull out or something like that. He's speaking as God, not yeah. for God. And yes. I think that's just a powerful, I don't I should have said that. That was a good, that's a good sentence Really good. Right it's there. like, a th-
0: it's authority. It's why he has authority. Right. Right. It's right, yeah, yeah. cool.
1: So let's talk about that. And then we talked about the idea that um, you know, he performs a miracle and then Peter just feels convicted and he says, Depart from me. I'm a sinner. Yeah. And first of all, that's an interesting question that Peter, you would think that he would have gone before Jesus after the miracle of the fish catching him and been like, You're amazing, or thank you, or I even right. joke, like you can have ninety percent of the of the business if you do this <laughs> once a week. So once a month. Um Seriously. but instead. He, he responds in a very interesting way of like, I'm a sinner.
0: Yeah. And well, so, you know what, real quick too, while you're on that, I want to ask you something else. I don't, like he calls him master. Yes. Like right away. Yes. And I was just like, what context does he have? Yeah. Well, he, he healed his mother-in-law. Yes. In chapter four. In chapter four. Uh-huh. And now here in chapter five, he hasn't like said, yes, I'm in to follow you yet. No but he's already calling him master. Yeah. Like, I don't know any thoughts like kind That's of
1: super fascinating, isn't yeah, it? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so there is a thought a Bach actually kind of alludes to this. Daryl okay. Bach who's this great theologian on the gospel, of Luke, that there's the disciples are called in all four gospels uh, In a couple of the gospels in Matthew and Mark. There's just this sense of that Peter's walking on the beach. Jesus is like, Hey, what's up, Peter? Come follow me. And he's yeah. like, all right. <laughs> like that's all there is. Exactly. It's a couple sentences. This exactly. is, we have a longer story. Yes. So some people, including Bach are wondering, was this not the first calling of Peter mm. was Jesus approaching him and saying, follow me. And he's like, I'm in, but mm-hmm. then he went back to fishing. Yeah. And then finally this miracle is performed and he's like, okay, Now I'm in. Mm -hmm. So there's that there's maybe that, but
0: the text just doesn't tell us. So it's kind of guessing on that. I think that's kind of how the chosen tries to display it almost, right? Like Jesus was kind of like, Hey guys, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Let's go.
1: I do think though, and this was done in our brainstorm. So we brainstorm all these messages with a small group of people here at Calvary on our staff. And in my brainstorm for this particular passage, we had talked through, isn't it interesting, the progression of Peter's calling, even in this short 11 verses, it's, Mm -hmm. can I borrow your boat? Mm -hmm. can we go out fishing go out deeper Mm. and then come follow me be fishermen so it's almost this mini progression within just this 11 verses Mm. so you wonder if like Peter was like yes to the boat (laughs) yeah and yes to going out deeper yeah and then yes to I'm leaving everything
0: yeah wow but yeah you're right he calls him master lord yeah that's interesting because it's almost like is that a I know we, we, you specifically talked about prescriptive versus descriptive, but I almost wonder if that's like a potential prescriptive Mm -hmm. of, as we help call people into deeper discipleship, as we help call people into following Jesus, like maybe it's like, Hey, you know, first just start with like, Hey, you know, you want to hang out or, Hey, like, can I even honestly something like, can I borrow your boat? Yeah, Cause it's just like connecting at a everyday life level not a spiritual level yet it's yep. just like in the boat is just something that a neighbor does yeah right like yeah. that's just something you'd ask for your right you know someone you know and like you right
1: mm-hmm. i think this podcast is also sponsored by mastercraft boats <laughs> if you have a mastercraft boat and you want to let eric and I borrow
0: it this exactly <laughs> exactly this is this podcast episode is sponsored by who else has boats these days rick bergstrom <laughs> Uh does, Ernie Glasgow. Scott Ernie Glasgow, yeah. maybe Ron Ferris. Oh, uh just funny. kidding. <laughs> um Eric Reed, you're out there, buddy. You got your tugboat. <laughs> but yeah, it
1: does lend itself to like, okay, so neighbor good. Yeah. So we're doing neighbor good in a couple of weeks plug mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. But we have a guy, um, Jeff, who goes here to Calvary, who his first introduction to Calvary was helping out at neighbor good. Yes. And so maybe that's even just Hey, come surf. Mm-hmm. Come be part of something we're doing here. Mm-hmm. And then that's a progression of Jesus calling somebody.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause people are willing to help people in need. Yeah. Almost, you know, regardless of their faith mm-hmm. necessarily. So they might have like a just a tug for that. Yeah. And it feels good to be like, oh, I can I know how to repair bikes. Right. It feels good to be used to repair bikes. Yeah. I've talked to a bunch of kids like from Foothill that have uh that like work at at Trek huh. Cycle Shop, uh-huh. and they part of even getting their job was they they said they had done working on bikes Here at Neighborhood. Neighbor Isn't cool. that cool? Yeah, that yeah, is. yeah. He was I like, like I, I like learned how to work on bikes from mm. a couple of the guys at Neighborgood, like Ross Bennett. Yeah, exactly. Lloyd Peckham. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, Ross Bennett's a master of this. Actually, incredible. Yeah, he could actually teach this uh, this class. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. So <laughs> that yeah, we're creating. <laughs> So Sorry.
1: there's possible, well, we do know that Peter had interacted with Jesus before mm-hmm. this scene. Yes. But it's possible. Yeah. There was other callings
0: or that Peter had been wrestling with this. And then finally this happens and he's like, okay, I like that. That's good. And then I didn't, it struck out to me in verse nine and 10 that it says that, uh, people were awestruck yeah. and amazed. Yeah. Awestruck and amazed. And it, cause it said, it's funny when, when you're preaching these texts, yes. okay. Cause they start to, things kind of stand out to you more. Yeah. Cause when I was, when I did Luke four, I mentioned amazed, mm-hmm. but in the synagogue, two times the people are amazed. Yeah. One of Luke's favorite terms. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and here it says now awestruck and then amazed again yeah. at what Jesus is doing. Yeah. So he's blowing minds. He is.
1: It's like, this has never happened before. Yeah. This is something we know. God is showing up. That's so cool. This is a thin place. God, God's doing something here
0: in this village, this fishing, fishing village. That's pretty special. All right. So, you know, you and, uh, my wife B have something in common. (laughs) Oh no. What's that? You had similar prayers, uh, in (laughs) your youth. I actually do know this. (laughs) B's was to not marry a pastor. Right. And yours was to not be a pastor. (laughs) How'd that work out for us, B? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that's funny. Oh, she'll never hear you say that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's I, it's kind of like the ex- it, you wonder, too, was God working on B even in that totally, moment? Totally, just right? like he was working on like you. Like he had right? already feeling maybe yep. like a call to that, but like scared about it. Yeah, I'm sure. And same with me, right? I think I was already feeling, mm-hmm. ooh, I think I might be wired to like. Yeah. serve in a church context even at 15. Yeah,
0: and yet I was like, that's freaky to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's so cool. Hmm. I know. So it's just interesting about calling. As you're talking about mm-hmm. calling, we can sort of shy away from our callings. Yeah, but um, if God's gonna grab our heart about something, yeah, it's like he's gonna he's gonna win. <laughs> yeah, and I do have to add, I did not go kicking
1: and screaming into sure. vocational ministry once that decision that opportunity yeah. opened up I was like jumping into it I was so excited so yeah. there had been cool work that God had been doing those
0: over those years totally 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 I'm sure it would be felt the same <laughs> way I want to marry junior high pastor that once named shirk she she never did but it's just like once she laid eyes on me she couldn't (laughs) stop herself i don't care
1: what he does
0: (laughs) no no but yeah so this whole thing of calling and calling is always an interesting thing for me to talk about because it's like you don't want people to feel like like it's like finding the one uh the your one true love or whatever calling is kind of similar kind of a thing where you just need to be obedient to God's general will. And then he will kind of guide you towards his specific will for your life. Don't be so stressed about like, I got to discern it before I can do anything. Yes. Right. Like, I don't know if you have thoughts about that.
1: Yeah. We actually, I feel like you and I might have been in a conversation about this with some others last week, late last week about this idea that some people get so caught up in waiting for quote unquote, a calling yeah. that they're just on the sidelines in the kingdom yeah. and they're just never moving because they're like I don't know what I'm called to do so I'm just going to do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Did exactly. we talk about that or was that somebody else?
0: Uh, I we, feel like I've had that conversation we've had but... somewhere
1: recently, yeah. Yeah. But I mean we do have a general calling and ah this is where like gosh I went so long anyway it was like 35 minutes but you just leave a bunch of stuff on the cutting room floor, sure, but like, sure. I would have loved to get in more to this idea of our general calling Yeah, is <laughs> what Peter was called to as a fisher of people, yeah. like go and share the gospel, live yeah. out the gospel in front of others, yeah. um, loving God by loving your neighbor. And so there's a sense that, okay, I might, what am I supposed to do with my life? Maybe I can't answer that question today, but I can know that whoever I'm with today,
0: yeah, I can be a light to, yeah. does that make sense? Totally does. And that's where, I mean, I felt like because I was prompted, I was actually prompted via text from Trevor hmm. during the service to say something at the end about prayer counselors, yeah. maybe after the service. Uh-huh. Um, so that's why I said that about the thing, you yeah. know, like, hey, there'll be some prayer point people yeah. after the service. But it was while saying that, that it sort of prompted me. It just can't then that be yeah. came in my mind to pray with them about calling our life, but we all have the same general calling. Yeah. You know, so it's like a team where it's a team effort up totally. there. Totally. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I know. Cause it, it, it's true that we all have this same calling of this passage to be Fisher of people. Yeah. Right. That's everyone's calling at some level. Yep. Um there's like sort of There's like commands of scripture versus Mm -hmm. like this sort of like unique callings that we can have in Mm -hmm. our life. But there are certain things that we all do no matter what make disciples who make disciples is like, that's, that's on all of us no matter what. Right. Yep. For sure. So part of that's evangelism, but part of that's also just helping like other people grow in their, their faith journey. Yeah. And there's a,
1: I think just how we're wired, our own experiences, there's going to be things that are just so unique to how yeah. the doors that we get to walk through. Yeah, um, I'm thinking of this buddy of mine named Tom who's a roofer mm-hmm. <laughs> and he has the opportunity to, be in people's homes and to walk them through that huge process of putting yep. roofs on their home and the scariness of that price tag and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so he gets to interact with people that mm. I'll never get to interact with. Yeah. Wow. In my job, and it's like, okay, that's that could
0: be his calling.
1: Yeah. Is to bring the light of Jesus to those places. It's really cool. I just stay in this podcast room all day.
0: Well, that's it's such an interesting thing. Like, I mean, I know you're joking around with that, but it's true that like a lot of people think like, oh. Like you guys are pastors. just like what you do. You get yeah. to go do that. It's your job. Honestly, that's part of the problem. Like <laughs> yeah. you all out there have such an advantage when it comes to evangelism, sharing yep. your faith, making being fishers of people, yep. making disciples for the first time, just kind of making disciples because you are every day in environments with people who aren't following Jesus. Yes. And like it's a little harder, honestly, I think for us as pastors to get into those environments. Mm-hmm. Now we can do things and we do do things yeah. to get ourselves into those settings. However, every day you're at work or every day you're with your kids' sports teams. And we ha- we have some of that too, but mm-hmm. like we all have these sorts of moments. Yeah. And so recognize that as a gift, like yeah. recognize it as an opportunity yeah. to be fishers of people, not just to kind of go through the motions of your job. Right. It's not
1: just a professional yeah.
0: pastor job, right? Yeah. <laughs> And don't be, I really want to encourage people to like, don't be afraid to be a light for Jesus at work because of like the rules of work or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think you need to be wise. Sure. And it's like, sure, easy for me to say, but I think like we aren't just supposed to like hide our, our witness under a bushel, so to speak, you know, hide our light just because like we don't want to be overbearing proselytizers all the time Mm -hmm. that are kind of jerks about it or Mm -hmm. something but in a winsome kind way and having conversations outside of like the actual work time, yeah, you know, like be, try to be that light. But, yeah. but I think it's like in the same way that the, what was his name? Tom that came to work on at NeighborGood good or, mm-hmm. or somebody, you know, mm-hmm. whoever it was that came to work at NeighborGood I forget. But, um, it's in that same way, be kind of like, have those sorts of initial things like, Hey, can I first help you fix your fence or can yeah. I help you, do, you know, help you clean your garage or whatever, right. just like to be there for them, like people at your workplace yep. as a friend. And then you have opportunities outside of the actual work time to maybe share a little bit about, you know,
1: yeah about your faith. There was a wise youth pastor one time that named his youth group Everyday Life. Oh,
0: <laughs> it is a good name actually. No, but
1: just the sense that our Christian life is to be lived out every day. Yes. And not just on Sundays. Yes. Our, I think our hope as vocational ministers Mm -hmm. is to equip people on a Sunday to then go out and live on a Monday. Yeah. Not just, (laughs) not just take off the cloak and reveal their Christianity on Sundays, but instead to be filled up and then sent out. And so, yeah, that's, that's the general calling of all of us. And, but then there is people I know that are struggling right now. Like what's my calling? Like I want to do something significant Mm -hmm. to impact the kingdom of God. And I think that's a wonderful desire yeah. to do that. Yeah. And sometimes it's revealed in the next breath. Yep. Sometimes it's revealed years later. You just never know how that timing's going to work.
0: Yeah. And that's why I always go back to that jump in the pool illustration. Yeah. It's just like jump in the pool, wherever you're at, mm-hmm. you'll find the right spot to swim. Yep. Uh, don't just constantly look for the right place to jump, mm-hmm. but just jump in, serve. I think honestly, that's what both you and I did. Yeah. And we're doing similar, but different things now Yeah. than we then we jumped into for sure. You know? And so God's going to guide you and he's going to like help you figure that out. Mm -hmm. So I'd say jump now. Let's, uh, I want (laughs) to call. Van Halen. Jump. I would have gotten in trouble for talking about Van Halen in my little Christian school days.
1: (laughs) Sorry. I don't mean to bring you down.
0: (laughs) No, just kidding. Dude, you had the whole fish for people thing. It's a money line. Then I, I'm gonna get, give you, a, I'm gonna give you a compliment sandwich probably here, because uh, then I want to hit you with a couple funny yes. ones. Um, but uh, that fish for people, not not fishing to death but fishing to life. Yes. I love that. That was such a I good totally, line. I totally ripped that off of somebody. I don't know who, but oh, yeah. I've heard that somewhere. That no, was good though. But, yeah. And it's funny. I was thinking in that moment though, I wrote this down, like it's such a good line, but it's so funny how us as pastors, we love those kind of lines. <laughs> and then true. the people are just kind of like, okay, yep. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I get, I, I, I was it, actually
1: really excited to yeah. share that line I can
0: tell I could tell <laughs> <laughs> I can tell I'm in the crowd just like yep cool mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. I know what I'm time's not, brunch. I'm not gonna I got I'm not gonna kill anybody I got a
1: card <laughs> I got a card to write for Mother's Day if you could be done in the next few minutes I'd appreciate it
0: <laughs> and then uh, and then you had this other line that was so funny it was you go everything means everything <laughs>
1: Again, I think I've heard that probably somewhere,
0: too. Not just particular Heard thing. that? The word means the word? <laughs> <laughs> what does that say? How is that helping anyone? That was the point. Matt. I was
1: trying to say, like, <laughs> there's no getting out of there's this. There's no getting out of it. Right? Yeah, like, I know. It's, it's just, just so funny.
0: I know. I was it, was, it was being, like, very dramatic. It was being dramatic. I like. But those are, like, the kind of lines I think are funny. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, oh, yeah. You... You, uh, you mentioned the clock at some point. I forget why. Um, I put talk about preaching to the, like with the clock. Did you mean, did you like, did you mention on stage or why did I write this down? Like being overtime or something where I'm kind of. Just now I did. I don't know if I did. I have this on my notes though. I have talk about the preaching countdown clock. Like, cause I just wonder if people know what we're like. Oh yeah. Yeah. Kind of the world we operate in. But I must've,
1: you know, I wonder if I said, I might've said something like, um my last few minutes or something, something like that, Mm -hmm. or
0: maybe, maybe that's like like a classic pastor line though. I know. And as I wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. Ten more minutes. And then I wrap up again. (laughs) In my final. (laughs) Yeah. As we move to
1: conclusion. But we do. So, you know, you have a pitch clock now in professional baseball. Yeah. 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 So we do have a clock here in the beautiful worship center. Yes. Calvary church, Santa Ana. And it actually (laughs) turns. Well, no, is it red the whole time?
0: No, it's, it's, it's. It changes colors. It's it like, changes colors. It's like yellow or that gold, like whatever, like your like a white gold yes. clock color. Yes.
1: Is, but I then think. when you finish your allotment, which is 30 minutes. Yes. Everybody, if you didn't know this, we have 30 minute allotments.
0: <laughs> it turns an angry color. Yeah. Goes like, Time to
1: stop, buddy.
0: And it starts counting upwards. Yes. So now you're that many minutes over. Yes. So we can see that from. Yes. The platform stage, however you want to call it. And I will tell you all that we. Try to be at that, but it's also sure. not um, not ruled by it. The goal of our sermon isn't to hit 30. Yeah. It is. We try to plan for that, and then that keeps us, like, a little bit of understanding then of... We we have an understanding, that because if, if you go six minutes over that, you've probably just affected potentially the ability to go longer with something else, mm-hmm. or we just know, like, okay, well, we have, like, we try to have, like... 15, 20 minutes, even of sort of like buffer time yes. nowadays, like where it's just like stuff can go over or if it like feels like the spirit's moving in worship, we can yes. go a little longer. We try to be chill about it. Yeah. But we also know like, well, yeah, if I preached 45 minutes, yeah, we we kind of use the buffer on that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think that we reason we've been started doing this
0: too was
1: um, we were cutting worship songs at the end. Yeah of our service and we were feeling like, Oh, we had really prayed through and prepared these for people oh, and, the and then musicians practice. Right, and, and then they were getting bumped. So it was kind yeah. of just a, it was feeling like we weren't able to like even just give everybody the gift that we wanted to give them for yeah, that day. Exactly. So that was part of it. Also there's like some logistics of parking yeah, where we have to have a certain amount of minutes, I believe yeah. by a code here in the city of Santa Ana yeah. to separate our services now we have one main one but we also have an 11 a.m yeah we, we have call it Spanish service, and, yeah. and
0: Mandarin too so there's a little bit of like you yeah.
1: know like detail on that mm-hmm. and then your our children's workers aren't just babysitters mm-hmm. they're like literally preparing program for our kids and our students right and if we go over and they're done with the program I think that's kind of discouraging to them because they're like oh we what do we do now yeah so yeah, there's lots of factors besides just what's happening in that
0: room. Yeah, exactly. I just think it's kinda of interesting for people to get a little If you're a podcast listener, we give you a little inside baseball. Yes. So but anyway, good job, Matthew. Great sermon. Loved it. You. Fishing for people. Bom- Bomb oh, gonna... Bombing baths. We're actually gonna... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're actually gonna talk about fishing for people later mm-hmm. on this summer, right? We are. We're actually gonna have like a three week ser- little mini series in the summer. I think we're actually calling it something like Gone Fishing. Yeah. And uh it's uh, going to be all on just Matthew 4:19, which mm-hmm. is another take on this mm-hmm. story and where Jesus says, "Come, follow me, and I will make you fishers of people." Mm-hmm. So it's like a three week series. One is Jesus saying, "Come, follow me." Mm-hmm. So it's like we are fo- who are we following? Are mm-hmm. following Jesus. Come. And there's a request. Yeah. Follow. And then uh <laughs> and then and then uh I will make you is like Jesus does the making you the decide. transforming you. yeah he does that work in you ultimately um and not us and then Fisher's of people is like well here's the call yeah right so then that's what we're being called to do yeah so it's pretty cool so we're just gonna kind of dive deep into that but uh, I want to move on. Okay, let's do it. We got some emails. We are an hour oh, in boy. already, man. Wow. And, uh, but we have three listener emails, legitimate actual emails to podcast.calvarylife.org. These are just like org. I wrote you and you wrote me. Right, correct. <laughs> and none of them, not one of them, it's from my brother in law. Whoa, yeah, or somebody like that. Not, Kev- Kevin, are you okay? Yeah, Kevin didn't respond. Although his uh, Kevin's uh, wife graduated with a master's degree this weekend, so he congratulations. Was, he was busy, yeah. Michelle did good. Well done, Michelle. Um, okay, so the first one from this Keely is a regular emailer. Yeah, the other two are you, non-regular emailers, okay. but Keely is. Uh, we really do appreciate it, and mm-hmm. she says, "Great podcast." Missed Matt. Whoa, thanks, Keely. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know what I mean by the heartbeat thing I don't know either crickets is like that's yeah, like my like version crickets. of crickets yeah. yeah uh just kidding we all miss Matt uh and then enjoyed hearing from Robert and Aaron and uh-huh. you too Eric it feels like a little bit of a charity charity well, no, but you're always here so yeah. it's yeah. like yeah, yeah. she's noting the change yeah boring boring I get it no just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding Keely I promise uh but she says here are a couple questions oh, I was gonna actually think about this and then I didn't but here we go Number one, uh-huh. I did send this to you, so you can't have any excuse. you you have the same amount of no excuse as me. <laughs> what is your favorite book of the Bible for okay. personal study and why? Okay. I'll answer the second question first. You have to answer this question first. Okay. So yeah, so <laughs> I mean, boy, it's like choosing your
1: favorite child, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's I know. Like, that's how rough. do you do that? But um, speaking of Peter from Luke 5, mm. I love first Peter. Okay, And actually both, both first and second Peter. And yeah. I even mentioned this on Sunday. You see a guy who's lived so many experiences, got to walk and journey with Jesus, yeah. got to help even start and plant the early church, uh, faces persecution, has a ton of mistakes along the way. And then at the end of his life, he writes these letters to the church and it's him with wisdom and experience, just writing about the things of God. It's so good. That is good. And particularly first Peter has some great sections um directly to shepherds of god's flock yeah first peter 5 and and specifically so i just love that chapter Mm.
0: really speaks to me that's good man i like that That's very good uh okay my turn for Uh personal study i'm gonna not do psalms even though it's like kind of a a good one it's Mm -hmm. like more devotional though Mm -hmm. uh in my like way i like to read psalms but i think i'm actually gonna go with the gospel of mark oh I like doing I like gospels. The yeah. Gospels are probably my most enjoyed time to do the uh-huh. the Jesus stories. And I just really enjoy Mark. But um yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It is, I agree, kind of like, uh eh, I kind of down for whatever. Yeah. You know? Um, so that, that's what I would say. Then that, the second question is, what's your favorite book of the Bible to preach and why? Okay. I'm gonna say something we did a year ago that I was so surprised by how much I loved it was the book of numbers. Yes. The book of numbers was one of the most fun <laughs> so books so to preach through ever. I would have never said that ahead of yes, time. I know all these amazing, wild, crazy stories, yeah. cool stories of God's provision and care mm-hmm. for his people, but also some kind of like, nutty ones with like the talking donkeys right. and stuff like right. that. Um, but yeah, it's just like awesome, awesome book. So mm-hmm. I liked, uh, doing the book of numbers. Was so funny. You thought that
1: cause that was my initial thought too. <laughs> oh, was dang. like, yeah, no was numbers so was something I would put in my last on my list, Yeah, but yeah, it bumped up. But I'd also say from a preaching perspective that if you want to say the easiest books to preach on are Paul's epistles. Because they're typically three to four chapters yeah. and every line has a teachable line in it yeah. or command or encouragement. Yeah. Sometimes you get into the narratives, like even what we're doing with gospel of Luke and it's like, oh boy, this, this is an amazing story, but I don't know what's the teach in this like <laughs> what's what's the application to this? We're just kind of walking journey with Jesus. Or you get into like some of the apocalyptic literature and oh, like Daniel harder, yeah. Revelation. You're
0: like, oh boy, I don't know. And the prescriptive descriptive like yeah. decisions you have to make yes. are, are hard. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes so yeah. the
1: you know, Philippians, Colossians, Galatians, those are f- yeah fun and easy books to teach, preach.
0: And there's cool um on all those too, there's also really a lot of stuff known on the context of what was yes. going on in those places at the yep. time, Roman empire stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yep.
1: So, and that's actually why I love you've done this for us, but you've crafted kind of a goal to cover all 66 books of the Bible. Yes. Um, and I like that because if you just chose the ones that felt easier in your sweet spot,
0: we might never get to numbers. Yeah, or things exactly. Like that. Exactly. That's awesome. I agree. Okay. Janet, uh-huh. Janet, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. But Shao. Shao. Okay. Yeah. Shao. Uh, yeah, she has some very interesting questions here. Oh, okay? No. okay. Janet, be kind to us. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> they are what I think maybe she understood when I said, Hey, just like life advice about whatever, but check. I, I, I need to ask you, Janet. I need you to like email back or you need <laughs> to come talk to me on Sunday or something and just like, tell me if, if any of this is you <laughs> trying to troll me or something, but I'm just <laughs> curious cause it's very specific. Uh, Hi, Eric and Matt. I have a couple of life questions for you. Okay. Not too long ago, I started walking regularly, and I noticed that little pebbles get caught in the sole of my shoe. Not very comfortable when that happens. So I thought maybe you guys know of a good walking shoe. Just two criteria, comfortable and pebble-resistant.
1: Janet, that's awesome.
0: Janet and Vaughn are a yeah. wonderful
1: couple in our yes, church. Yes. They've actually been reaching out to Ukraine refugees in some so really cool. cool ways. And they're part of our hospital chaplain ministry. Yes. So just props to both of
0: them. But that's, this is such a very funny question. Unique I love question. It. Yeah. Um, I have a brand that I like. What? Hoka. Ooh, that's so,
1: like, I've keep seeing that brand everywhere. Yeah.
0: Now. It's, it's, a, it's actually Hoka One One huh. is how you say it. Uh-huh. Uh, but H-O-K-A Hoka. They, these are kind of a triathlon nerd shoe. Uh, uh-huh. uh, and they have a lot of, Cushion is what they're known for. Uh Kind of a little bit. I don't like the way you're, I don't like the way you're (laughs) spawning. I am
1: just going to mocking you. Yeah, I know.
0: (laughs) Uh, But yeah, yeah. A lot of cushion. And I think because of how high they, they have a little bit of a high riser on them, it might help with pebble prevention. (laughs) 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 But you probably have to be careful to not get ones with like holes that like too much like air can get in, you know, so pebbles will get in there. I always notice that whenever I run on the Esplanade Trail, yeah, there's a lot of pebbles. I always get little pebbles in my sock, in yes. my shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. That like D.G. kind of stuff. Yes, decomposed granite. All right, so I just took off my shoe. Okay, I don't know if you can smell them right
1: now. Oh yeah, but this is my go-to shoe right now. Okay, this is a Target brown shoe. <laughs> 1999 at target <sighs> but do you see on the end it's got like this strange little flap like oh yeah like whole the whole thing yeah like the hold on to when you pull up on yeah heel it's or supposed something. to be i think it's like for older people it's kind of like like almost like a little shoehorn wow but it's on the back but here's a it's weird like ages thing. i I'm there I guess. janet i don't know why you've asked this question right now but this just happened to me but about a month ago i was at my friend curtis and karen's house and they have pebbles in their backyard, and I just put a pebble right here in this little. I know it's not
0: going to help anyone listening. You put it in that. I little put it there just loop. like I was kind it's like of talking a leap on his heel. Yeah,
1: and I just put it in that there, and I couldn't get it out, and it's been in there for a month.
0: <laughs> oh boy, it's kind of the opposite of what then, she was looking for.
1: And then just yes, just yesterday, <laughs> uh, my daughter Eden, age seven, put her finger and pop, pop, pop that little pebble, popped out. it out. So my lawn, lawn answer to this question is. You need your seven year old granddaughter
0: oh, yeah. to be your pebble popper. To get a pebble popper? Yeah. Doctor Pebble Popper. <laughs> uh, all right, she has one more question too. Okay. Which is um just it's funny, equally funny. The other question, do you have a good barber to recommend? <laughs> <laughs> is this for her? Also, husband? I don't know. Also, only two criteria. Does a good job and doesn't charge an arm and a leg. <laughs> one more thing. I really enjoy your podcast. Oh, That's thanks, really sweet. Janet. Yeah, yeah, I love it so much, Janet. Um. Well, we do have there are a couple like Haircutter people here at Calvary Church. Sure, there is. Um, we've got uh, we've got this guy Andy who mm-hmm. cuts my hair. Ooh, but uh, I wouldn't necessarily say the second part is true. <laughs> what the? <laughs> Doesn't charge an arm and a leg, <laughs> uh, but Andy. If you're listening <laughs> to this, <laughs> no. But he is a high quality. Maybe we should get. Andy should sponsor this podcast. Yeah, we should get Andy um Andy Prayers to to <laughs> um, sponsor us. Or Katie Hedges, who sings on stage, is yes. also another um, hairstylist uh-huh. person. Uh-huh. Who else do you know any other people that cut hair here Ooh. I don't know if I do. But yeah. if you do and you want to sponsor the Calvary Life podcast, you can write in us in and let us yeah, know. It's podcast a business at opportunity. Yeah. Um, all you'd have to do is uh, give Matt a free haircut. Well so Janet
1: I know your husband Vaughn. He's got a nice head of hair. Yeah. So I don't think you can go wrong with any just standard barbershop, standard barbershop. If you drive down Tustin Avenue away from the Calvary church here, you'll see about seven or eight between here and orange.
0: Oh yeah. Robert goes to like a, like a barber now he yeah. said, because he used to go to straight razor. Yeah. Yeah. He used to go to more of like a hairstylist. Mm-hmm. We went to Jesse Brown before she mm-hmm. uh, retired mm-hmm. from, from that to start uniquely knitted. Right. Um, uh, anyway, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, where do you, who cuts your hair? Oh, boy. Oh, no. Your your wife? During COVID, Marie cut (laughs) my my hair
1: and our two boys' hair.
0: (laughs) Oh, boy. Is this like,
1: but uh, I'm just going to stop right there. Okay. um, Because she listens to the podcast. Oh, dear. But I guess I already went too far. (laughs) But uh, now, recently, I've been going to sports clips. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> which there's a bunch around here, but they're kind of expensive. You end up like by the time you tip. Yeah, dude. It did. It's a little pricey.
0: I remember going to sports clips when I was a little in between stage and I thought it was fun when it first opened because it was like had sports on. you yeah. Got like the little bit of like little like, I don't know, like a hot towel on your face, sure. kind of rub like a little massage on your head or yep. something. And that was like, Oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah. And, uh, but I just felt like I wasn't getting a great haircut, <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> but you always look good. If so Sports I do wants to sponsor us though. I will. Oh yeah. Well, we'll send you there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm team Andy at gods and heroes salon in Costa Mesa. Ooh, that's a cool name. Yeah, it is pretty cool. So, um, all right, let's see. We got one more email. Okay. Uh, this one's going to make you mad though. I'm oh, sorry. Oh no, why? It's from West Cummings. Okay. I'm already mad. Yeah. Hello to my favorite junior high and high school. I think he meant to say pastor after that. Oh. Uh, so, cause I, I was his junior high pastor. Was yes. his, you were his high school pastor. Side note on that. one he has one two of, children. <laughs> one of my first high school
1: students turned 41 today. Whoa, dude. So,
0: yeah. So he was in my youth group. He's 41. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Dang. We're getting old. All right, he says, Matt, because we talked about this on the pod. Mm-hmm. What is this nonsense about Matt giving up on the A's, the Oakland A's? Wait, I guess it's not nonsense because they're just so bad. Of course, that's such a Oh, wow, That's such a West line. That flag was an unnecessary right. comment, but. Is Matt laying the groundwork to move on from them when they move to Las Vegas? Yeah. Yes, Wesley. That's exactly what we talked about. Yeah. Um, so Matt, is this what you're doing? Matt as an Angels fan. Matt, at least says Matt as an Angels fan is weird. Like he he, he can't picture it. <laughs> um, I mean he needs to come to the light, but it's just weird. Love your favorite student, Wes Cummings. <laughs> Thank you, Wes, for yes. writing in. Yes. So so is there a question there? I don't. I think it was more of just a statement. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Matt, is this what you are doing? So, oh, oh, am I becoming an Angels fan? Yes.
1: Yes. I don't know. I, I'm very open. In fact, if a major league team wants to sponsor us, along with the Patriots, <laughs> no, uh, uh. I don't know. I'm kind of in baseball limbo. I just love baseball. Got to see Orange Lutheran oh, yeah. uh, win again in CIF playoffs this last weekend. So they play. This week, hopefully by the time this podcast airs, they'll be in the finals. That would be awesome. Of the uh, And your
0: son's on one of the lower levels yeah, of yeah, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on the freshman teams. team. Yes. So
1: uh I was joking with him. I'm like, if the whole varsity gets COVID and the JV gets suspended, <laughs> maybe
0: they'll need you for the You could play at like Angel Stadium or wherever. Game, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: cool. Um but uh but yeah, I love baseball. I know not everyone's not everyone's cup of tea. It's a little slow for people, I get it, but I just love it. And so <laughs> yeah. I'll always follow it, but yeah, my hometown team is moving. Looks like they're going to be moving to Las Vegas. I know. I'm
0: so sorry. I know. Although Vegas is kind of becoming my new hometown. Yeah. Why? Because U two is playing 25 shows there this fall. Yes. Yeah. So I'm so far going to three and hoping on a fourth. I've gotten some hookups on this, so it's not just all my money. So everyone. Are knows they I'm back not. to back? Or are
1: you going to be like having to go back out? Multiple uh, it'll times? be.
0: So far. Uh, it'll be two trips for three shows so far, but wow. I might add a fourth cause those, uh, are being announced or well, I'll be told if I get one of them, uh, on Wednesday of this week. Wow. I know that was my goal was to go to four. I want to go to four. Is d- you two type band? They basically do the same set. It's been basically be the same set. Yeah. They might change like one or two songs, but mm-hmm. it's so much, uh, well, plus this tour is Actung Baby album. Yeah. So they're going to do that. They're going to do a bunch of, they'll do a few songs at the beginning, the whole Actung Baby album uh-huh. in order. That's uh-huh. how they did it with the Joshua Tree one. Okay. Then they'll do a few other songs at the end. Mm-hmm. And so that's like what it'll be. So it's a little bit different in that way, mm-hmm. um, but also there's so much production involved. Yeah, I don't think it's just kind of like what song do you want to play next. It's yeah. like everything is like dialed in with the lights and video right. and stuff like that. So
1: you think they have a timer?
0: Oh uh, yeah, guaranteed. <laughs> yes, they have a very specific. Yeah, guaranteed, they've got a timer. Uh, um, but yeah, so anyway, we'll be in. I'll be in Vegas a little bit, even though I hate Vegas. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting. Ve- yeah, Vegas kind of bums well, me it's out. It's in the fall. Yeah, so it might be not quite as hot. Yeah, not quite a hot, but the heat's not just the reason I hate Vegas. I hate Vegas for all the debauchery. Yeah. You know, but whatever. Yeah. Going for you too. Missionary, you 2 missionary. And you might need to be an Oakland A's missionary while I'm a YouTube yeah, missionary. Yeah, totally. <laughs> we go where God calls us. Hey. <laughs> all right. I think that kind of brings it full circle as much as we could here. But we thank you to all of you emailers. Yeah. Keep sending them in. Yeah. Podcast at CalvaryLife.org. We are happy to answer your shoe needs. <laughs> yes. We only talked about triathlon a little bit because of an emailer and we only talked about the oakland a's for a little bit because of an email right true so we didn't bring up these topics that are kind of like our annoying topics right potentially our expert topics (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) we're an authority on those topics that we're an authority on but uh yeah so that was good it's good to have you back brother thank you good to be back awesome thanks to the new england patriots and thank you to you for listening to the calvary life podcast Thanks again for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please reach out to us at podcast at calvarylife.org. You can find out more about the show on Instagram at Calvary Life or on our website at calvarylife.org slash podcast.